Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Nick Asylum Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about my experience with NF, all right? So my parents went to Lowe's, and, you know, Lowe's is a North Carolina company. That's where it started at, actually, even though it's worldwide now, as far as I know. But, yeah, I love I love Lowe's. Man, even before I even knew that, we always went to Lowe's. My parents never went to Home Depot, ever. I think I've only been in Home Depot Seven times in my life, <laughs> my ex works there too. She works at a Home Depot. I'm like, uh, I don't know, man. They never feel like they have the shit that I need. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I always represent Lowe's. People are like, what the fuck are you even talking about? Look, there's been times I walked into Home Depot and they didn't have what I want. So fuck off, okay? And also, it's Atlanta, Georgia based company. Lowe's is a Winsome Salem, North Carolina based company, okay? It's where it started. Of course, I'm going to pull for Lowe's. It's the state I'm from. I represent North Carolina, even though I live in Virginia. I don't know how that works, but yeah. But let's get into this damn story. So my boy Brandon back in, what is it, December of 2015. I can't tell you the exact day because I don't remember exactly. Wait a minute, I can actually tell you. Ha <laughs> ha, yes I can. I can actually tell you. You just have to give me a solid second. So he calls me. And he's like, you want to go to a uh, church lock-in? You know, we've been to quite a few of them so far. Speaking of NF, somebody put NF World. I guess that's their Instagram name. Rose Hill Cemetery. It's a picture of Nate and his wife. Oh, that's pretty funny how I'm talking about him. And that picture pops up. That's hilarious. Okay, so where's Matt? Matt, Matt, Matt. Oh, there he is right there. So let's go down. Where is it? December 21st. 2015 almost fucked up right there oh man that was a good day so i'm like yeah let's go to this church lock-in right and what i like about this place is um you know we're not in like the church part like you know you can walk the church hallways we did a little bit but we mostly stayed in the gymnasium right and the reason why is because it's a big ass gym that's connected it's an indoor gym right you can shoot basketballs all day if you want. You can play dodgeball. If y'all want to set up like a net, y'all can play volleyball. That's how big it is in there, you guys. We could play anything in there. We could play kickball. We could, you know, just do whatever the fuck we want to do. I laid on one of those things that you go underneath the cars with, and I was holding a uh, PCP pipe, and my buddy Brandon was holding it, and he was running with it, and it was just pulling me across the floor. Oh, that shit was funny as hell, yo. Oh, that was so funny, man. So, let's get into the situation, okay? So, Brandon's like, I'm come pick you up. I was like, wow, this is the first time that you actually drove. You know, that's pretty fucking dope, all right? So, he pulls up there. Matt gets out of the car, you know, because it's a uh, truck. And it's one of those ones where you had, like, it's only one big seat. So, I sat in the middle in between them. And he was like, hey, dude, I've been listening to a lot of Christian music lately. And I'm looking at him like, well, back then, he actually was going to church a lot, and he was listening to a lot of, like, Christian rap and stuff like Toby Mac and all that. But now, if he says that now to me, I'd probably laugh in his face because he's far from that kid he was. I mean, he's still a goofball and stuff, but, like, he he actually, like, cusses and everything now. So, (laughs) Uh, So he was like, there's this artist I just came across called N.F., And I thought he said MF, like motherfucker. So I said that to him. He was like, no, 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 NF, like Nick, N, 
F. I was like, well, that's the stupidest fucking name I've ever heard. He was like, it's his initials. I was like, oh, I'm the stupidest fucking person in the world. (laughs) So he played Mansion for me, right? I listened to it. I liked it. I was like, damn. I think the part where he's like, he he said I was physically abused, that hit me because I'm not expecting rappers to talk about their deep, darkest secrets. You know what I'm saying? So for him to come out and say that, I was like, holy shit. So we went to the lock-in, and I forgot to tell you guys, not only it's a gymnasium, but they have this stage. I'm not even kidding. It's a real stage that's built in to the building, right? It's a real stage. You know, it's a lot higher up than the uh, the floor of the gymnasium, right? And it's huge. And they got the black backdrop, you know, the curtains that close. They got the amps and shit. They got microphones. Like, literally, if you wanted to perform... That would be the best place. If you're a small artist, the best thing you should do is do that. Because, I mean, people could just stand there in the gymnasium. They could jump up and down or they could sit down. You know what I'm saying? And you're on the stage. It's so cool. I mean, even leading up to the stage, you can't really see what's going on. You know? It's kind of like the stages that, you know, you graduate on when you're in high school. It's about just a tad bit smaller than that. Than the graduation stage, just a tad bit smaller. And I'm talking about the ones that are indoor. You know, when you go to your local high school and you see that stage right there, and they got the curtains, it's just like that, but not as like high up off the ground. So, you know, we just start rapping because you know at that time period I was getting into, you know, I went from writing to rapping. So in that time period I started rapping and whatever. So I come home from the lock-in, and I. Type in that NF guy. I looked it up. All I have. Let me let me give this a shot. Listen to that. It was dope. I went outside on my back porch. I'll never forget it. And I sat there and I looked up NF interviews. And there was one that he had, just one. And it was over the phone. Right. The quality wasn't that great, but it is what it is. So I'm listening to this interview and I'm like, okay. It's pretty cool, I guess. Alright. So I remember going in my room and I had my computer screen and then I uh, put a regular TV. I hooked a TV into my computer. So not only it played on my computer, it played on my TV next to it, right? And I remember when I plugged it in, I started playing all I have and I watched it again. And uh, I liked the song. I remember I was driving down the road and the cop pulled me over. Actually, he didn't pull me over. It was a... um, what are those things called? Roadblocks, where the cops park in the middle of the road, and then you come through and they check your IDs and shit. He was like, he looked down at my phone, and y'all got to think, it's just a black background, NF's logo, and a picture of NF sitting there, staring back at me, right? And he's like, oh, you're listening to an audio? I'm like, yeah, it's an audio, but it's not a book audio, it's a music audio. <laughs> but I didn't tell him that. I was like, yeah, man, it's a, it's very good. I like the storytelling behind it. <laughs> so, yeah, it was great. So, fast forward, 2016 happens. So, Brandon, at the time, he was very active on Instagram. He posted his therapy session, which is my personal favorite album. Like, to me, it's a classic. And when I say classic, in my opinion, that means I like every song on the album and I don't skip not one single one of them. If I skip a song, it's not a classic to me. Even if I just skip one song, it's not a classic. 
But Therapy Session, man, I would not skipped one fucking song. Even to this day, I don't skip a song. My favorite, personally, on the album is Statement. That's my favorite on the album. I've always loved Statement. I love the beat, his flow, the bars. I love it all. Uh, intro 2 would be the second one, obviously. How Could You Leave Us? We're not even going to get into that. I don't know how many times me and my boys cried in the car. So, I'm sitting there like, okay, he's got this out. But then I listened to Real, and then Real had a music video to it, and I, I watched the video, and I was like, dude, this is awesome. I like this. This dude's killing it, right? But it wasn't bringing any views like that. You know what I'm saying? It was only getting like a million, two million, whatever. And I was like, kind of let down by that. I was like, man, this dude is so lyrically gifted and so good. Like, why is he not really getting the recognition he's getting? You know, I was I was kind of bummed out about it. And so I was like, you know what? Whatever. Maybe time will pass and everything will be good, okay? Well, wow, it's got 56 million now. So I don't feel too bad now. <laughs> but for the longest time, I think it was stuck at like 8 million. So I was like, damn, even though that's a lot, that's a lot. There's nowhere near 56 million. <laughs> but I'm sitting there like, all right, I like this. And then I think later on he came out with uh, the music video for Therapy Session. I want to say that was next. I could be wrong. And I think the last one he released from that album was How Could You Leave Us. I remember that. Let me, let me look. I'm going to look through the track list again to see which ones had music videos. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I think it was Intro 2 that he released first, I want to say. It was either Real or Intro 2. I cannot remember which one was released first. Can't remember. But I was jamming that thing all through 2016. I know he made a music video for Intro 2, Therapy Session, I Just Want to Know, and How Could You Leave Us in Real, and Grinding. Yeah, I remember that. Damn, he made a lot of music video shit. I didn't really re remember that. So I'm sitting there listening to the album. I love it. I watched the music videos for all of them that I just named off to had them. And I was like, dude, this is dope. But then I watched Therapy Session when he had the tweet of somebody saying he was going to slaughter his whole family. I was like, wow, did somebody really say that? Like, I can't even imagine what people are saying to him now. <laughs> He's a lot bigger now than he was in 2016. I mean, it was pretty big in 2016, in my opinion. Anybody who hits the millions, pretty big. But I remember 2015 when I saw Mansion, it was only like 1 million views. That's it, 1 million views. I was like, well, that's kind of crappy. But it's how life works. So I enjoyed it. And so later on down the road, my mom was like, hey, you know, he's going on tour, right, for the Therapy Session album. I was like, oh, really? So dope, whatever. And I wanted to go on my birthday, November 1st, right, 2016. He was going to be in Charlotte, which would have been a bad idea because Charlotte's huge and everything. But he also had another concert October 30th. Yeah, October 30th, almost at 31st. October 30th, 2016, he was going to be in uh, Carborough, North Carolina, at this place called the Cat's Cradle. I said, okay. You know. So I was driving my car. I fell asleep in the, my car in September of 2016. I was leaving a friend's house. And I was jamming to uh, All I Do 
And yeah, all I do is slam my car into the fucking guardrail. Because I woke up and I realized I was coming up on the ass end of a car. Which I don't know why there was a car in the middle of 3 in the morning. If that car wasn't there, uh, I would have been able to like been able to stop. But since there was a car and I was about to eat the ass end of it, I pulled into the left lane and then my car started fishtailing. And then once it started fishtailing, uh, the grass, like the, the bumple stripple thing, it grabbed my wheel and it pulled my car into the grass and hit the guardrail. And it pretty much tore the front off my car and it damaged the side of it. Because what it did, it, would, it slammed into the side. So it started scraping down and then something hit it slightly i think one of those little poles that are hanging off the side of it you know each little couple of feet there's a little thingy my bobber sitting there and i think it went close to that and that hit it and it spun the car around the airbags never came out thank god um i got out of the car and i walked up to the guardrail and the 18 wheeler drove by my car and it was very close which i don't know why the fuck he was in the left lane he wasn't passing anybody there was nobody on the road even beside him i was like you fucking idiot and so I turned the car on, turned on smooth, and I pulled her off to the grass and whatever. So my mom's like, I have to drive you, and I can't take you on your birthday. I don't know what the reason was, but she was like, why don't we go to Carborough? It's closer. And, I, you know, I was a little pissed off about it. I was pissed. I was like, bro, I wanted to go on my birthday. That would have been dope. Well, let me tell you, I had a dope birthday anyway, so it didn't matter. So we drove in the Escape. Which is hilarious now because Brandon, the guy who introduced me to NF, is driving that car now. Because my dad gave me his uh, old 2017 Ford Fusion. And so the Escape was just sitting in my yard and my buddy asked me, you know, because his Jeep crapped out on him if he could buy it off me. I said, oh yeah, you can have the motherfucker. So we drove that car there, the Escape. We drove that. It was a 2009 Burgundy four-door Escape, excuse me. So, we drove it to the concert. I had nobody to go with me. And I didn't want to be in there alone. You know, I'm a kind of an antisocial guy. So, my buddy Robbie at the time, because Brandon and Matt couldn't go. I don't know what the reason was, but they weren't able to go. So, I called my buddy Robbie and was like, hey, man, can you go? So, I bought him the general mission, right? I bought the VIP for myself. He didn't know who NF was. You know, he was like, and he didn't care. I asked him, I was like, you don't mind that I have VIP and you just have general mission which I'm glad now because you know me and him we have beef and we're never going to be cool ever again so yeah I'm glad that I paid just 25 bucks and I paid 75 for mine so I go to the front and the lady's like oh yeah VIPs at the back so I walk there's a sign that's like tilted over I'm looking at this building it looks ran down as fuck there's like a parking garage not too far like right across the street and so I'm walking and I see this line at the back of the building I'm like, what in the hell? The hell are we doing back here? So I go and I stand in line and whatever. I start talking to some people. A girl named Allie Whitworth, and uh, I think it was her cousin, started talking to them first. And then after that, they pretty much uh, gave us lanyards, right? And, you know, I, I was excited. I, like, took a Snapchat photo of it. I didn't even know if I was supposed to have my phone. <laughs> even though they said use your phone to take the pictures, right? So I'm like, okay. So I took a photo of it. We go in the building, right? And I see there's a merch stand to my left. There's like a soundboard or whatever right to my right. I think it was like in a glass room, but we couldn't see that room that well. I could just see the the lights off the, you know, the board and stuff. So I guess that's where they were controlling the music and everything from. 
and they were playing Eminem's Till I Collapse. So I'm standing there, I'm like, why ain't he playing his songs? And I was like, wait a minute. It's because he's having a concert and he's waiting for his songs to play later on, doofus. So I'm standing there in line. I'm just talking to Allie and her cousin. And I look off to the left and nothing. I look off to the right. And there's two doors right there, two exit doors, right? They open. Here comes old NF wearing Timberlands, blue jeans, a gray blank hoodie. And that's about it. He was walking, and I'm looking. I'm like, holy shit. This is NF right here. This is him. Like, holy mac and cheese. I'm, like, blown back. I'm like, and this is my first concert I've ever been to as well. So I'm like, I'm froze. (laughs) So I get up there, and I'm thinking, what am I going to say to him? I have no idea what the I'm going to say to him. I have no idea, right? So we get up there, and I give the guy... I don't know who the guy that was taking the photos was. It was one of his, like, teammates, you know. And so I walked up, and I'm, like, walking towards NF. Like, he's staring straight ahead. Like, he's not making eye contact with me at all. And it's kind of scary because I'm thinking he's just going to, like, rah, you know what I'm saying? Because I come up beside him, and we're shoulder to shoulder. But I'm facing the opposite direction to the cameraman, and Nathan is facing towards the camera guy. So I'm just waiting for him to just take his head, turn it to the right, and go, ah! Because if he did that, I would have shit myself right then and there. So I turn around, right? So when I do, the floorboard's uneven. Some fucking asshole decided to put a piece of wood there. I guess they didn't fix the floor. So there's a piece of plywood. Me and Nathan are standing on this fucking plywood, right? It's two inches thick. I hit the back of my heel and I fall. But I catch myself. And Allie and her cousin are like, they're over there like snickering and shit and I'm like you fucking assholes I don't know if NF saw it but yeah he didn't even move the whole time the dude was like a statue I was like holy shit so I did something and I I am really sorry Nathan if you hear this podcast I am so sorry I took my hand and I put it around his back and I could feel his back muscles I was like god darn this dude got wings like damn you know how you know how your friends back in elementary school they would take their shoulder bones and they'd pop them out their back and they'd make them look like wings? No? Well, I had a friend that could do that. He had his shoulders. He would sit on the bus and he'd pop his shoulders out and make them look like wings. It, it was weird. It was some circus delay type shit that he could do. So I'm sitting there and I put my arm around NF, right? Kind of like what you do with your girlfriend. And I'm so sorry, Nathan. I was not thinking. I was nervous. My mind went blank. I was... You know, not thinking. And then I wore my damn um, Generation t-shirt because I had an album out, but I put my album on my front of my t-shirt, right? <laughs> oh, my God. I'll never forget it. So he takes a picture, and the, my my uh, camera light doesn't go off. It's supposed to. I have it set on the flash, but the flash doesn't go off, but it goes off the second time. So I got two pictures with NF. <laughs> so, um... I'm like, oh, cool. So I turn around and I look at Nathan in the eyes. And I'm sweating. I'm nervous. Because I'm not used to ever seeing him in person. I'm used to seeing him through a computer screen. You know what I'm saying? I'm just not used to it. So he's actually looking at me. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. I'm about to fucking pass out. (laughs) So I said to him, and I stuttered a little bit. I said, doesn't matter what happens. 
don't ever let the fame or depression take over. It sounds so cheesy now, but it was so sincere. Like, what I guess what I was trying to say is, doesn't matter what you go through in your life, just don't let the depression or the fame get the best of you. It's pretty much what it was. And it's genuine, you know. I don't want the fame to go to his head, but also I don't want him to kill himself because of the depression, you know what I'm saying? Because you don't know what people are going through, you know. So I was walking away, you know. I've seen people before me that took a picture with him and just said thank you and walked away and he would just nod at him. So I was walking away and he said to me, I'll see you at the show. I turned around and smirked at him a little bit. I went back into the line. And then he got done with the photos and he walked out of the building. And he went out the door he came in. And I was like, damn, man, what a humble dude. So we go outside and we're waiting. You know, I'm sitting on the concrete. You know, I have my, you know, my uh, lanyard in my hand. Oh, yeah, I forgot he signed my lanyard. Be- and I asked him when I came up to him first. I forgot to tell you guys that. When I handed the guy my phone and I walked up to NF, I asked him, I said, um, because I saw him have a marker, I watched him pull the marker out like it was a Sharpie, and I saw him write his initials on people's lanyards, but I didn't want to be like that asshole and be like, here, sign this. So I asked him, I said, hey, man, you don't mind signing this, do you? You know, I was giving him the option of, yeah, I'll sign it, or no, I don't sign it. Like, I wouldn't care if he didn't sign it. He would have been like, nah, I'm good. I'd have been like, all right, cool. Well, at least I'm getting a picture, so whatever. But he signed it, and and then that's when I came, and I walked up beside him, and the whole, all the falling situation and reaching behind his back and all that shit, all that happened. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, oh, oh, oh. So we're waiting outside, and he's in there singing, and I'm like, what the fuck? What is going on here? I'm like, this dude can actually sing? What? That's crazy, right? Damn, Luna, what you doing? So we're sitting out there listening to him sing and stuff, and then we go back into the building. So I'm right at the front, you guys. I'm smack dab in the middle at the front. I'm like, yes. And there's two guys beside me who didn't look like they were having a good time at all. I'm like, the fuck are you doing here then, homies? And my buddy Robbie is back there. He had a girl dancing with him and stuff and all that. So I didn't care, right? So, um, of course, how could you leave us play? And there's this girl behind me. She starts crying, and I feel bad. I want to give her a hug, but I'm a total stranger. And her friends are sitting there letting that happen. Fucking help your friend out, yo. Give her a damn hug. If that was one of my homies crying, I'd give him a hug. Like, shit, it ain't COVID. It's 2016. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And I remember standing there, and I was jumping up and down. I was having the best time of my life. I'm just mouthing all the words. I'm just, oh, my goodness. And Nathan, he can see me. I'm, I see that he's looking, you know, because when you're on stage, you can actually see people's faces really clearly because of how low they are compared to you. I realized that this year when I went out to um, Greenville and I stand on the stage, there's like a stage that is just sitting out there. And I was like literally looking out into the grass and I saw people walking by and I was like, damn, I could really see their face clear as day. So I know he could see me because we were pretty close, but, you know, we weren't like touching distance close, which I would never do that. I don't, I'm not that fucking stupid. I already felt bad for reaching around and touching his back when we took the picture. So I was like, hell no. So 
I'm jumping up and down. We get to grind, and he starts singing. And y'all know the part where Marty pauses, and then NF goes, why, why do you allow your kids to listen to bad music? So that happens, and right when that thing happens, NF is kneeling down, and he hands me the microphone. It's, like, right in front of me. The guys beside me are looking at me like, hmm, cool. Like, they weren't even phased. I was like, oh! So I, I like, took it out of his hand lightly, and then I, I said the words, and I could hear the fear in my voice, but it was so loud in there that you couldn't really hear me and I was like damn my voice sounds kind of childish fuck but then I see him like smirk a little bit and I handed him the microphone back and then he went back to performing the song and I was like holy mac and cheese this is awesome I mean I was so pumped the rest of the night me and Robbie were walking out and we we just had the best time of our lives and I was like dude we got to do this again sometime so 2017 comes so NF is having a um I'm I'm living in Virginia at this time now. So NF is having a concert at this uh the Cone Denim in Greensboro, North Carolina. I think this had to be um I can't remember. Oh, I forgot, you guys. Shout out to Flurry, the girl that was on the uh song with NF um Mansion. She has a song that I like called Breathe. That's a real good one. I wonder if um that's where Tommy got the uh the the um thing from NF song because NF's got a song called breathe and it has a girl saying breathe I want to say if that's I want to say that's flurry but I could be wrong but she does have her own song called breathe and it sounds similar to NF song breathe so I mean maybe it's a sample from her song that they used for Nathan's I don't know but she killed it too she did a good job um yeah I wanted to give her credit. My buddy Robbie, he saw in a picture and said she wasn't that pretty. Then he saw her in person. and He, he started being a freaking weirdo. He was like, oh, she's very pretty. And look at that gap. I said, buddy, she's like a fucking church girl. Like, stop sexualizing and being a weirdo. Like, come on, man. It's already hard finding good girls in this world. Don't fucking try to, you know, turn this one bad. <laughs> nah, but Flurry, she killed it. All right, so 2017 happens, like I said. So I called Matt, and I was like, dude, like, we should go that Friday. You know, you don't got school. Me and you and Jessica can go. Because my friend Jessica, she wanted to go. So I bought all three of them Success t-shirts, which was my next album, which actually was a mixtape, the Generation mixtape and the Success mixtape. Success is so fucking bad. Speaking of Success, right here underneath my damn drawer, there's the whole fucking pile of CDs that I never got rid of. Yeah, they're, they're, the fucking album is so goddamn bad that my boys talk about it to this day. It used to piss me off, but now I'm like, hey, man, if y'all keep talking about it, it means that it affected you guys in a way. Because Brandon, he could listen to music and just never talk about it ever again. But the fact is he keeps bringing it up after, you know, I've had quite a few albums come out, like the Madness album, you know, Scars album, which I took down because I want to redo uh, the Haunted album, and now the new album that he already heard. So he hasn't really spoken about them. They're just a one listen and I'm done. You know what I'm saying? So for him to keep bringing up success when it was in 2017 shows you there's an impact in a way. So I bought them all the t-shirts. And I was like, bruh, I was trying to get VIP. So Ticketmaster's telling me I cannot get VIP. And I'm like, why? What, what, why? We're not selling VIP. At this um, venue. Bullshit. Let me tell you how bullshit that was. So I'm like a little 
upset about it because, you know, I wanted to do another VIP, whatever. So I realized there's one in Richmond. Richmond's two hours away from me. And I'm like, all right, you know, I'll go to Richmond, whatever. So the funny part is I drove down to my friend at the time. I have a song about her. Her name is Brooklyn. So Brooklyn and I were very close at the time, and I stayed stayed a week at her house. And Jessica was supposed to go with me Tuesday. See, I was staying at Brooklyn's house, but I was going to go pick Jessica up, and then me and her were going to go to Richmond, and we were going to go to NF, see NF, because that venue had VIP tickets, you know, and it was another company. It wasn't Ticketmaster that was doing it. It was another company. So I bought them, I canceled them, and rebought them again. I don't know why, but they were good sports about it. They gave me my money back, and then I bought it again, and they were, they didn't say shit. They were like, okay, cool. This guy wanted them, didn't want them. Now he wants them again. Fuck it. You know, so they did a good job. They handled it better than Ticketmaster did. I think it was called Axe, Axel, something like that. But it was like Ticketmaster, but I think it was called Axel or something. So I'm sitting there like, okay. You know, so I leave Brooklyn's house to go pick up Jessica. Because, you know, the concert's on a Tuesday. Well, Jessica thought I was going to stay at her house the night before, but I was like, nah, I'm staying at my friend Brooke's house, but I'm going to be coming to pick you up the next day. I told her that. So I drive to her house, and she's not even there. I'm a little pissed off because I spent money on both of our tickets. Not only I paid for mine, but I paid for hers as well. You know what I'm saying? Her VIP and her, you know, just general mission. So not only I spent, like, 20 something dollars to get a success t-shirt made but I also spent money on the VIP which is a lot more expensive because he's gotten a little bit bigger since you know the last time I saw him in 2016 so they weren't even 75 anymore I think they were like excuse me 120 Uh, I don't know if that was the exact number but it was more I think it was about maybe 70 no it had to be more than that because it was 75 when I didn't, I don't know how much, it was more expensive, okay? So I get there, her mom gets a little mad at me because I'm a little mad at her. But I didn't like fly off the handle. She went with her friend Kat to go to the doctor's appointment. So you rather go to a doctor's appointment than go to a fucking concert. And her mom gets a little bit mad at me, she's a little irritated at me. And I'm like, bruh, your daughter and I have been talking about this for two fucking weeks. You know what I'm saying? We've been planning this for two weeks. So I'm irritated. So I called Brooklyn, right? I said, hey, Brooklyn, uh, do you have any plans? She's like, not that I really know of. I said, can you do me a solid favor? My friend backed out on the concert. You don't mind coming to me, coming with me to Richmond to go see the concert, please? And, yo, she was a trooper. She was a fucking trooper. And, oh, my God, she saved my ass big time. So I go and I pick Brooklyn up. Man, I should have wiped that girl up, man. I'll tell you what, after all the girls that I've been through, goddammit, Brooklyn Morgan was probably the best fucking girl that I've ever met in my life, man. Oh, my God. I I would not admit it back then, but shit. The only reason me and her didn't work out is because um, I lived in Virginia. She lived in NC, and she didn't want to do long distance. She said she didn't mind, but she didn't see like it lasting, and she didn't want to lose me as a person, which... I fucked that all up. I fucked that up. So I took her with me to the concert. And, you know, we're sitting there and we do the VIP. She has never heard of NF before in her life, okay? So we go and we're waiting outside in the heat. I'm already a little pissed off because P- 
people in Richmond have no fucking respect. I had a guy jaywalking, give me the bird. And I'm like, dude, there's four cars coming your way. And you're jaywalking and you're giving me the bird because I'm the first one pulling out and I'm the closest one to you. I rolled down the window and said, get out of the road, you fucking retard. Yes, you guys, I do say that word, but I don't use it in the derogatory term of an autistic person. Relax. Relax. I do not pick on autistic people. I do not disrespect them. Don't take that word out of context, okay? So, I said that word to him. Well, I don't really say it much anymore. Oh, look at him now. He just said that he don't say it much anymore, trying to save his fucking ass. No, I'm not. Shut up. So, we're waiting out in the heat. It's hot, it's hot, whatever. We finally get our lanyards. I'm like, yes. So, we go in, and, you know, NF's got like a backdrop behind him. It's beside the stage, but it's a backdrop this time. Because the last time I saw him, we just used the stage as the background. But he has a backdrop that says therapy session. And I'm like, okay, you know. So I finally walk up to him. He's dressed like he is in intro two, right? He's dressed like that. So I go up to Nathan and I asked him, hey, man, you don't mind signing this, do you? I don't know if he recognized me or not. I mean, it's hard not to recognize me. I'm the same guy who puts the fucking album on his T-shirt. So he signs it. And then he takes his arm. Me and Brooklyn come up beside him. And I'm expecting, you know, him to do the same thing he did last year and put his arms in front of him, right? Nope. This man put his arm around my shoulder and he put it around Brooklyn's shoulder. And I look at her and, you know, he's in the middle, but he's looking straight. And I'm like winking at her like, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, bro. So I'm sitting there like, okay. And, you know, she's not uncomfortable. She's not. She was like, I wasn't expecting him to do that. But I asked her, I was like, you fine? You're fine? She's like, yeah, I'm good. You know, she wasn't that type of girl that like, oh, my God, somebody touched me. Oh, it's weird. You know, I didn't mind because, I mean, it's payback for me putting my arm around him like, hey, sweetheart. You know what I'm saying? He's putting his arm around my shoulder now like, "Eh, payback's a bitch, boy. So after we were done taking the photo, I shook his hand, and it felt like he was missing a finger. And I was like... It was good. I don't know what I said to him. I think I said, it was good to see you, man. You have a good one or something like that. And he looked me dead in my eyes and was like, you too. And I'm just sitting there sweating again. I'm feeling that thing all over again. Like, oh my God, this is God freaking crazy. So we go and we enjoy the concert. You know, we're, we're having a good time. I'm like, yeah, you know, Brooklyn's standing in front of me. You know, she's having a good time as well. Um, we left. And we went back to her house, and I stayed the night again, and I I appreciate everything she did. And I'm sorry, Brooklyn, for our little falling out because of your ex-boyfriend. The crazy thing is uh, Josh wants me and Jim to sit down. See, she start, she was dating this guy named Jim, too, and, you know, Jim didn't like me because we had a history, you know. A long time ago, my sister's husband, which is his cousin, Josh, he told me and my buddy Michael to come over, and we were going to drink at his house, but we didn't. So I told Mom I'll spend the night at Michael's house. So I went and grabbed my stuff, turned my locator off. We went out to his uncle's house, and I got wasted. My parents didn't like that. I uh, They called me. I told too much. They were like, yeah, something's not right. So I got, you know, Josh's uncle, which is, you know, Jim's father, to drive me. Well, I think he's his stepdad drive us back to Michael's house. My parents saw it. They took me to the magistrate's office. All that bullshit happened. They had a cop go out there to get the car. So Jim didn't like me. You know what I'm saying? Which 
I didn't expect any of that bullshit to happen that night. We were just supposed to stay at Josh's house and drink. We weren't supposed to go out to his uncle's and everything else. So Jim didn't like me already. And I fucked up when I left her house. And she gave me these two letters. And she told me not to open them until I got back to VA. And I'm like, alright, cool. I'm not going to open them. So I text Jim. Which I should have never fucking did. I should have never texted him. I was like, dude, what's your problem with me? And then he just goes off and we go in a back and forth. I was like, dude, meet me at Hornbeam Park then. I didn't expect this guy to actually go. You know, I'm driving. I'm almost to the border. He sends me a picture that he's at Hornbeam Park. And it makes me look bad because I didn't expect him to go out there. Then he shows like a video of him slapping Brooklyn's ass. You know, because I guess, you know, they're dating and whatever. So I'm like, cool. I mean, they were dating. And I, I could see why he was a little upset. But I wasn't really there to take his girlfriend. I'm her fucking friend. People are like, ah, look at you. You're her side dude. No, I'm not. I wasn't her side dude. Um, I knew her before she even dated him. So, yeah. If I wanted to shoot my shot, I would have shot it way earlier than that time period. So, y'all chill. So, we got in the back and forth and everything. And I, uh, I got back to the house and... Me and Brooklyn got in an argument, and I said some real fucked up shit to her. And I regret it, and it's something I'm going to have to live with the rest of my life. And I said to her, and I imagined it in my head, like I was standing in front of her, and we were standing on top of a building, and I was holding her hand, and I said to her, Bitch, why don't you just fucking die already? Why don't you just go kill yourself? It was the worst thing I've ever said in my life. And it it was just so dark. I just can't believe I said it. And you know, she didn't do nothing bad to me, you guys. She did not do not one single bad thing. That whole situation between me and Jim was my fault and his. I take responsibility for messaging him and then keep messaging, you know, letting the anger get the best of me. She never deserved that. And after losing my friend to suicide... I definitely feel 20 times worse. And even being somebody who's gone through suicidal thoughts and, you know, depression like I have, you know, it's what I deserved. I deserved every bit of pain that I've ever gotten when it came to her. I broke her heart and I sat down on the bed. I opened up her letters and, uh, yeah, I read her letters and the pictures that her mom took of us the whole week. She had them printed out, and I didn't know. Her mom printed them out, and then she wrote these letters about me. And uh, I feel like a total piece of shit. I mean, I'm glad that she's with this guy and that he's treating her well. But, yeah, I'm going to make a whole episode about her in an appreciation post, even though she'll probably never hear it or anything. But I do want to talk about the situation more but I don't want to talk about it on the NF thing alright so fast forward alright so we get to um oh god so we get a little bit down the road 2017 so NF posts on his um Facebook he was like anybody want to be part of a music video they needed 100 people but they only only 50 showed up so I'm like oh this seems a little bit cool, but my mom's like, I don't trust it. But I'm like, let's just give it a shot. 
So we gave it a shot. They gave us the location. They told us that we can't send it out to nobody or we'll get in legal trouble and we won't be able to enter the building and shit. Of course, I didn't have any friends. And plus, I didn't give a fuck. Even if I had friends, I wouldn't tell nobody. Nobody's going to ruin my fucking opportunity. Hell no. So we drove all the way from Virginia to Tennessee to do this music video, right? So I feel like crap the night before. I do. We get our hotel. I throw up in the toilet. I just feel like garbage. And I'm second-guessing myself like, I don't think I'll be able to go. In the morning, I felt okay a little bit. But when I got there, you know, they gave us, they told us to get lipstick, dress in all black. Yes, it's okay if we wear his merch. But if we're not wearing his merch, dress in all black. And then go buy some lipstick. <laughs> so we had that. So we go to this place. And I'm waiting in line. It's It was raining outside. Well, the raining had stopped, but it was, you know... You know how it rains the night before and you walk out and it's still like there's no sun. It's just all like cloudy and wet. Yeah. So we go in. I had my phone and the only reason I have my phone is because my mom's dropping me off and I want to let her know like when we get done with the video. So the guys at the door to security, they get mad at me. And I'm like, bro, I'm not the only person here. I said, I got dropped off. My mom dropped me off. I don't have a car here. I said, this is a big deal. Y'all could just hold it in your hand or you could just put it in the room. I don't need the phone. I'm not going to try to sneak any videos or any photos or anything like that. You know, I'm here for the experience. I don't give a fuck. You take the phone and throw it outside for all I care. You know what I'm saying? You know, if one of y'all here, one of you other people have a fucking car and want to put it in there, go ahead by all means. But they opened the room and they put my phone in there. My phone wasn't the only one that was in there. And I'm like... You guys need to understand, not everybody here is from Tennessee. A lot of people drove from Alabama, New York, North Carolina maybe, Virginia. Like, we, we're coming from all different places, man. So you need to calm the fuck down. It ain't that serious. So we go into the cafeteria and we sit down and we start playing 7-Up. <laughs> it's funny because NF's got that lyric, when I come in the room, put your head down. And that makes me laugh because it makes me think of that. So we're sitting there waiting, and I take the uh, lipstick I have, and the lipstick this girl named Mackenzie Nicole, that was her name, she's from Alabama, she had a lipstick too. So I put them on top of each other, and there's this bug keep climbing up the side of the uh, lipstick. And I'm thinking to myself, this is funny as hell, like, this is funny, the lipstick. So eventually, you know, I don't play 7-Up, I'm not really a big fan of the game, like, I suck at it, so I didn't play along. So they finally tell us to go into this place, right? And we go in there, and we see the NF's cage sitting there. And I'm like, wow. So we're sitting in chairs, and I, like we're all talking. And uh, my friend, uh, the McKenzie girl's like, damn, we should have waited a little bit longer and let a few more people get in front of us. We would have been able to sit in the chairs at the end. And I told her, I said, what if NF doesn't show up, and it's just us? We're just doing our part. She said, man, that would suck. But, you know, it is what it is. So comes out the back door. Here comes old Nathan walking right into the building. We see like a computer over there. I guess that's the computer. they were. It was like a desktop computer they were using. Then they had all these cameras like set up. They had like this long arm with the camera on it. Just a bunch of equipment, right? And I'm like, oh, this is pretty dope. So we go and... uh. He comes up to us. Actually, before that, he goes over to the camera, and he's, like, listening to the song. Like, it's outcast. He's listening to the song. And then he comes over to us, and he was like, 
Hey, you guys, how are y'all doing? Sorry I didn't come over and talk to you guys. I didn't want y'all to think that I was like some prick. And I thought prick was a cuss word. Because in, uh, what is that called? What is the song called? Remember the Name? The guy says the word prick and they block it out. So I thought it was a cuss word. I was like, oh, Nate just said a cuss word. <laughs> but obviously it's not. But um, we did our part in the music video and it was so much fun. I I enjoyed it. I'm glad that, you know, I was feeling a lot better, and we had so much fun. He wanted us to reach in the cage. We did all that. That was fun. All this is public record, you guys. I'm not going out and just, like, telling where the place is and what it was, and, like, all this shit's in the music video. So what I'm what I'm about to say is all in the music video. So, Nathan, do not come and chop my legs off with the fucking chainsaw, please. I do not need that. My life is already fucking crazy. It is it. Oh, God. My buddy said question. What do you need? Oh, what is your question, dude? So, what the hell? He's texting me. So, I'm sitting there like, okay, we're having a good time. I'm having an amazing time. I'm like, yeah. So, we're chilling and all. It gets to the part where he wants to hover on top of our hands like crowd surfing. And I'm like, ooh, I don't know if I want to trust these people. So he gets on a ladder, right, and he gets into our hands, and then they have the camera above us. We do quite a few takes, but there's this one time we have these guys. They're big dudes, man. They're like six foot something. They're holding his neck up. Like, at first, they were just holding his head. And then I told one of the guys, hey, take your hand and put it on his neck to support his neck because you're only supporting his head, and if you just hold his head, his head might just take his chin and push it against his uh, chest. And he's not looking at the camera. So put your hand underneath his neck and hold it to support it, right? So I'm down by his ass. (laughs) I'm right there by his butt. His butt is right in my face, man. Like, I'm literally, it's right there. Like, if I move my head slightly to the left, my face is touching his ass. And I'm laughing because it's so funny. The guy beside me, he's losing grip. Like, this kid's not that strong well it's hard because you know we, we've been holding in f for a while you know what i'm saying and all the small guys like me are at the bottom and all the big guys are at the top so we're kind of a little bit unlevel. so the boy's like holding an f and then he like takes his head and he puts it on his back and so he's holding him with his head and i'm like dying laughing because i'm like oh my god that has to be uncomfortable to nathan i don't even know if he even noticed He probably did, because it's hard not to feel a fucking head in your back. So, I reached over, and I helped lift NF a little bit more, and I told two guys, like, hey, y'all come over here, you know, and they saw that the boy was using his head, and he was struggling, so we put the hands back up there, and we held him up. You could see in uh, one of the scenes, me right there by the top, and I don't remember holding Nathan at the top. Like, you see me right there by his shoulder. You can literally blatantly see my freaking face. I was like, I don't remember... It must have been one of the scenes where I was actually at the top. I think it was one of the first scenes. So we're sitting there, and I'm laughing, and I'm looking off to my right. You know, we're holding him. You know, he's doing the song. And he told us to throw him up in the air. And I'm like, what? Like, throw you? So we're literally bending our knees and throwing this guy up in the air. And he's like, low. And, like, we really toss his ass in the air. We're like, yeet. And the boy just, like, flew up in the air. And he came back down and we caught him. I was like, this is a terrible idea. Nathan's about to get hurt. And right before we were about to do the last time, I look at his Timberlands. 
and it made me have a flashback back in 2016 when I moved out of my parents' house. He dropped the audio version for warm-up, and you know, it was just his arm with his tattoo, and he had the, the, the Timberlands in his boot, like the Timberland boots in his hand. I forgot to tell you guys about that. I forgot. I moved out of my parents' house right before I wrecked my car. That's when he released warm-up, probably like two months or a couple. I don't know when he released warm-up, but it was right before, you know, I wrecked my car. I think it was like a month or so before. So I'm sitting there like, oh, okay, we're throwing him. And the camera's just like hovering above us. And I'm like, this is crazy. Of course, they didn't put it in the video. They didn't put it in the music video. But I just wanted to let you guys know we, we were throwing him up in the air. That shit was fun. So finally, in one of the cuts, like near the ending, it was time to put NF on the ground. Okay, like let him down, put him back on his two feet, whatever. So the guys in the front, these little douchebags, that's what I'm going to call you motherfuckers. You guys are douchebags for this. They they just release him. And I'm sitting there like, he's about to hit the floor. And you got to remember, guys, this is cement floor. So I'm sitting there, and I reach my hand underneath NF's legs, like the back of his knees. And then they drop him. They, I'm not even kidding. What kind of fans drop NF? This boy's like merchandise, baby. You ain't supposed to drop him. They drop him, and he falls into my arms, and I'm holding him like, you know how a guy holds his bride where he has his arm wrapped around his back and then his other arm wrapped around his two legs, and I'm holding him like that. And then he's looking at me, and he's like, thanks. <laughs> I was sitting there like, you're welcome. So I lift down my left arm, and I put his two feet on the ground, and I use my right hand to support his back to, you know, get him back on his feet. But I was like, man. And the guy, um, what is his name? We're still on Snapchat together. What was his name? Austin. No, Alex. Alex looked at me. He was like, good save. I was like, look, man. He was about to cut our feet off. He was about to cut our legs off. Because I remember he made a tweet one time where he said he had a dream that somebody stole his Tims, and he went into his dream, and he killed that person and got his Tims back. So I was looking at his Tims. I was like, good Lord. We were about to drop this man, and this man was about to get up with a chainsaw and freaking rip us all apart. And that would have been the Outcast music video right there, you guys. Rest in peace. So we did the other scene where you walk in, when people walked in the cage and took the pictures. But when I got the phone, it was later on, the phone was off. I was like, shit. Like, I didn't think to touch the screen and, like, click the camera button because it was an iPhone. I could have done that because you can access the camera without, you know, whatever. You guys know. So I just pretend to take the picture, and uh, thank God it didn't make the video because that would have been embarrassing. They just used the first five people, which was good enough for everybody. So I'm sitting there like, oh, this is cool. So we end up having pizza later. Hopefully I could tell this part. Um, we have pizza. They have pizza for us. And so his label comes in there. Some head honchos walk up in that baby. I was like, oh, my God, look who it is. And so I start talking to one of the guys. I don't remember his name. I, I remember his face, but I don't remember his name. And he shook my hand, and I started talking to him. And I asked him, what is it like to have your first rapper on your label? And he said, it's good. And I looked him dead in the eyes, and I said to this guy, keep him on your label. This man's going places. And I meant what I said and said what I meant. And God darn it, was I right? <laughs> so later on, I remember um, he dropped 
outro. Uh, me and my boy, we stayed up all night for outro. Uh, we were on the phone. Actually, this computer I'm using right now to record this episode was the computer I used. <laughs> so I uh, used that computer. We watched outro. Next time, green lights came out. Green lights came out, and then after that, I was asleep in bed, and my buddy woke me up. He was like, dude, wake up. You got to listen to Let Me Down. I said, what? I listened to it. I didn't like it too much, but then over time, the song grew on me, especially in 2018. <laughs> I'll tell you why. So after I heard the song, whatever, I was at my cousin's house, Austin. It was him and his girlfriend, which, yep, they're still together to this day. So I listened to intro. Well, actually, no, that was after. I listened to outro. I watched the video because I was like, oh, this is going to be so good. But I'm not expecting to be in the video at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not expecting to be seen because most of the camera angles were on the opposite side of the cage, you know? But dag on it, you see me a few times in the video. Like I told you guys, you see when we're holding him up in the air, you see me standing right there by his shoulder. And I'm like, ooh, I don't remember that part. But there's a clear picture, like a video, like a, uh, there's two times you see me. And it's really, really clear, clear as day. It's when they told us that we had to lean in the cages, and then we just take the uh, lipstick and we rub the cross. So I was like, "It's my moment. It's my time to shine, baby." So I pull my head in a little bit further than the other guys, and I rub it across my mouth, so sinister like. And if you want to see it, go to Outcast and just stop it at five minutes and four seconds, and you'll see it. And then you'll see another one where I'm holding the cage, and the guy's going around. We were laughing about two minutes before that. I was laughing because we were all in the cage together, packed in like salami, yo. And we were all like touching each other, like shoulder to shoulder. I couldn't even move. And I'm like staring at the camera as it goes by. And I'm looking at it. It it was so cool. It was amazing. I was like, dude, this is so cool. I don't want to tell too much. I don't want to tell too much. That's why I kind of held back. I could tell y'all more about the cameras and stuff, but I don't want to do that. I I just want to keep it a mystery, right? So we're all in the cage. Actually, at the ending, I will tell you this. He wanted the, all of us to be in the cage, and then that'd be the total win. I don't know if that happened. Let me let me go back and watch. Because I remember we were in the cage, and then at the very ending, we were all supposed to be in the cage again. I don't know. Let me go back and look. Could be wrong. How many views did Story get? Wow, he's already got 3.3 million in two days. My boy. All right, so where is it? Where is it? Okay, I need to type it in then because it's not going to show. Uh, let's see. Wow. 53 million for Outcast. Hell yeah. So let's, let's I'm going to mute it, but I'm going to fast forward and see if I can find that part. I think at the very ending, that happened. Oh, God darn it. Stupid ads. I can't even skip the ad. Ugh. Thanks, Visa. We love you too. Okay, now let's fast forward it. There's moments where, okay, let's see, let's, let's see, yep, okay, let's see, so dark though, yeah, there we are, <laughs> I remember, we were laughing so freaking hard, because he's like, put everybody in the cage at once, and I was like, uh, what, but that, that was funny, that was great, yeah, that, that was a fun time, that was really fun. Wasn't a big fan of his jacket, but there was one time where we stopped the footage, right? This was before we ate. So NF is signing stuff for people, 
And, you know, there's only 50 of us, so everybody got their stuff signed. So I walk up to Nathan, and I said this, and I sound so dumb, and I'm sorry, NF. I'm really sorry I said this. How has your life changed, or how does it feel knowing that, you know, you went from down at the bottom to where you are now? Hey, man, I'm just a human, just like anybody else. It said something along the lines of that. Hey, man, I'm just a human like anybody else. And I took my hand and I touched his shoulder and I was like, I know, man. What I meant to say is, how's life been and how does it feel coming, like, starting from the bottom and being here where you are? Like, I know you're grateful and all, but I just want to, like, pick your brain a little bit. But that's not how it came out. It came out so stupid, but like I told you guys, I was nervous again. But there's one time where the camera comes up to his face. You'll see it in the video. He's laying beside the bed. The camera comes up to his face and he jumps right at it and goes, ha! Which made me laugh, but obviously they didn't put that in the video. But there's some stuff that he did they didn't put in the video. That was funny. So, yeah, we had a good time, though. We had a great time. We had an amazing time. And somebody's blowing my phone up. Hopefully, Nathan, you won't eat my face off. Hopefully, I didn't tell too much. You know, hopefully you don't get mad. If you do, you can just come chop off my legs. It'll be all right. But, yeah, that, that happened. We just had a good time, and... You know, we went out to the parking lot. We took a picture together. My mom was there. I got my phone back, obviously. We took a, like, a big picture all together, and that was it. And uh, my mom was like, what is that car over there? It was like an old car, and it had GoPros on it. And I'm like, I have no idea, which is the car he uses in the video. I guess he recorded that after all of us left. You know, I think he like had somebody drive it go down the road or whatever and yeah that that was in the video but that wasn't when our time happened because there is moments that he shot like in the cage like in the beginning where he's by himself we were sitting off to the corner you can't see us because we're way the fuck away from the camera but then we came in but I think the car scenes he did way after we left you know because we were there for eight hours but it was an amazing experience, and thank you, Nathan, for letting us have that experience. It really was an honor, even though I had to drive back right after that because I got a text message from Walmart saying, or email saying, hey, orientation's tomorrow at 9 o'clock. I was like, God freaking dang it. But let's fast forward, okay? So after that, okay, here comes 2019. So I get a message again. And actually, it's an email for all three of the music videos. At different time periods, I got these emails. The first one, they're like, you know, do this, which was uh, when I grew up. And then the next one, I was like, wow, he's doing another music video, and he wants fans to be there? Wow, that's pretty cool of him. And I think it was, um, what the heck was it? Uh, I don't think it was Leave Me Alone. That was the last one that I got, but it was another one he did. When I grew up, which I think the when he was, doing the email about the fans showing up and everybody jumping up and down. I think that's what the scene he was talking about, having the fans be there for the uh, the, the last part of it. Uh, leave me alone. I would have loved to have been there for that one. That would have been great. But I, I couldn't do it because I had to work and stuff. And Louisiana is just way too far. Like, New Orleans is just too far away from me. It's too long to drive. Um... What is the other one? There was another one he did. I can't remember. It saved my life. I have to go to the search album and see. Why is he calling me, dude? Leave me alone. 
Oh, that fit perfectly. I wasn't even trying to do that. Okay, so... <sighs> Nick, where's the album? God darn it, I'm just typing in NF. There we go. There. No, I don't want to see the clouds mixtape. Even though that mixtape's fire. Oh, wait, I just clicked on perception. Yeah, that, that, that's right. No, that was a search, the one I was trying to look at. Um, time. But uh, we didn't get. I didn't get nothing for that one. I think the only ones that he, like, messaged about was um leave me alone and when i grow up that was the only ones that i got emails for leave me alone and that when i grow up okay so okay so after that happened sorry my cat just ended my podcast (laughs) oh gosh all right so let's fast forward to 2019 so i told my buddy matt yeah let's let's go to an nf concert don't worry, I'm not going to be wearing my merch. That's on my freaking t-shirt. So we go out to the Red Hat Amphitheater. It's in uh, Raleigh. So we go, and we notice that his ex and the guy... Okay, so my buddy Matt, he has an ex-girlfriend. His ex-girlfriend cheated on him with his best friend. Like, they grew up, they were best friends, whatever, growing up. And, yeah, they were both there. And they were staring at us when we walked by. I was like, what's up, bitches? <laughs> So I had my NF hat on, and we went and we stood in line, and eventually we got in. Well, I fucked up on my tickets. (laughs) This is a funny story, you guys. So instead of being in the chairs, like, Matt was in the middle front row, the B section. I was in the grass, which was way in the very back, and it was already packed. So I'm literally sitting behind the guy who's doing the light, the guy in the light tower. So I can't even see what's going on at all. So I like I hit up Matt. I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna try to find my way to the seat." He was like, "Bro, I have an empty seat beside me." So the guys behind him were nice enough to let me through. They're like, "Yo, you get caught, it's on you." I said, "All right, don't worry, I ain't gonna snitch on nobody. It's it's all on me. I'll take full responsibility." So I sat there with Matt. It started. The search started. You know, we're jumping up and down, having a good time recording. Well, some people came late. Huh? <laughs> let me tell you, I fucked up my karma. It really is. So karma decides to bite me in the ass right here. So. The security guard walks down our aisle, and he, like, notices the seats right beside Matt are the ones. So they're moving everybody over to the right. And then he asked me, because he asked Matt, and then he asked me. I said, I don't have mine on me. And he was like, well, you got to go. So I did the walk of shame. I passed everybody. I was like, fuck. And so I, I walk out. So I go back to the field, and I'm walking around on the grass. I'm not having a good time. I'm like, yeah, fuck this concert. I'm done. Like, it's nothing against NF. It was just against the, um, you know, just how the place was set up. And it was my fault for not deep diving into the ticket. So you get what you get. So I should have just got Matt to buy my damn ticket. <laughs> so I see her and her boyfriend, and I'm walking around the whole time. I'm going to the bathroom. I went and bought a T-shirt for 30 bucks. I ended up giving it to Brandon as an apology T-shirt <laughs> for being disrespectful to his baby mama. So I'm sitting there, and Matt text me and he said dude they weren't even supposed to be in this aisle they were in the aisle in front of us i was like are you fucking kidding me you're telling me i moved out of that seat for no reason they weren't even supposed to be in that aisle they were in the aisle in front of us so the security guard messed up i was like that was 100 percent karma god dang it but i enjoyed it um me and this you know guy we were you know, near the ending, we were jumping up and down, like, high-fiving each other, listening to the music and whatever. We had a great time. I forgot to tell you, back in 2017, um, 
me, uh, me, Matt, and Jessica went that Friday. I forgot to tell you. Me, Matt, and Jessica went Friday. Okay, so after me and Brooklyn went that Tuesday, that Friday we went to Greensboro, and I gave Matt and Jessica their T-shirt, and me and Matt were jumping up and down, and we were trying to make our way to the front because there's some people that aren't even jumping up and down, and I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? You know? So we make our way to the closest we can get, and then we leave, and he's got therapy session hard copies made. I should have grabbed one of those bad boys. But, you know, I didn't. So we walk outside and we took a picture with Kid the Band, which uh, we saw them. I saw them Tuesday, but I didn't do any pictures with them. But that Friday, me and Matt, we stood next to the two brothers, which is Kid the Band, and we took a picture together. And we crack a joke with them and laughed and whatever. I think Jessica even took one with them, just her by herself. And... We ended up leaving, and we saw his tour bus. Luna, what are you doing? Stop. Um, do that when the episode is done. I got my microphone sitting on like this box, and she's rubbing her face against the box. She's in heat. So we walk away, and I see his tour bus. And, you know, I'm just walking by it, and I see people right by his tour bus, and I'm like, yeah, nah. So I just keep walking. I leave. I'm like, screw that. Not in 2019. Not at the Red Hat Amplitheater. That night went on. Nothing else happened. Matt and I, we regrouped that night and left. So back to 2017, I'm talking about inside of the Cone Denim. You know, we left. We took a picture with Kid the Band. We were walking down the side of the building, and we noticed NF's tour bus sitting there. And mind you, I've already seen his tour bus before, back in 2016, when I went to the Cat's Cradle. I forgot to mention that. So when I record, it sounds like a girl moans. And Matt catches it later on, like a year later, when I play back the video. Because when I was in Charlottesville, uh, later on, there was the same tour bus. And I was like, he ain't got no show in Charlottesville. What? So, uh, <laughs> shit was funny. I'm going to see if I could find it real quick. You'll hear the girl, like, moan. It sounds like somebody moaned. I was like, uh, what? <laughs> he was like, dude, it sounds like somebody moaned. I was like, what? There's no way. Ain't nobody moan, dude. You're crazy. Uh, well, he was right. Okay, let's go back. God darn, that's a far back. Sure. Oh, here it is. Why's my volume down? Y'all hear that? Listen again. Right there, you hear it? I'm going to see if I can hear it. I'm about to play this bat see if I can hear it. Somebody must have been getting fucked out there. <laughs> but that was crazy. I was like, what in the world? So we're going to go get something to eat. So we go and we sit down and get something to eat. I can't remember what the restaurant was. It's a very like common restaurant. But these kids walk in. They got lanyards around. Them. And I'm like... What the fuck, Ticketmaster? You told me that y'all ain't selling VIP tickets. That's the reason why I got VIP tickets in Richmond. Because I wanted to have a VIP experience. But no, you told me you didn't have VIP for fucking the cone denim. So I was pissed off because Ticketmaster told me they didn't have VIP. And that was the reason why I went three days before to Richmond. Because I wanted to have the VIP experience, you know? So... I'm kind of pissed off, and I told people, I was like, bro, 
where'd you go? And they didn't even go through Ticketmaster. They went to another company. And I was like, what? I was thinking to myself, are you fucking kidding me? Like, really? Are you kidding me? Like, I tried my best to get us VIP tickets, me, Jessica, and Matthew, and they told us we couldn't. You know, because I really wanted Matt to meet NF. That's something I really wanted to do because he wasn't able to go with me the first concert, and he wasn't able to go with me to Richmond because he had to go to school. But here we are, finally able to take you to a concert. You know, y'all both from Michigan. Y'all both been in the same area, Gladwin. You know, Brandon was just there a year after in 2018. He lived there with his baby mama. So I just wanted them to meet. Because if it wasn't for Brandon and Matthew, I wouldn't even know who NF was. Maybe now, but I would have never had the experience I had. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't them, I would have never been in the music video. I would have never, you know, been to those concerts if it wasn't for them. So I was like... And then here's the moment that I want Matt to have a picture with NF, something that he could live with for the rest of his life. And boom, they screw me out of my tickets. <laughs> and of course, in 2019, he doesn't do meet and greets anymore. So I was like, fudge. So I'm glad I was able to do it while I can because I saw at the Red Hat Amphitheater, they weren't doing um, meet and greets. So I was like, damn, Matt, like they screwed me bad, dude. And I kind of feel bad, but it's not my fault. You know, those kids had it, and it just kind of made me mad. But that was pretty much my last experience with NF. And I'm sorry that timeline's a little weird. I had to jump back from 2019 to 2017 because I forgot about us. But we still had a good time. We still mouthed the words. We still jumped up and down. We had a good time. And, you know, it is what it is. And I can't thank NF enough for, you know, coming to the cities and playing for us and, you know, giving me the microphone and allowing me to take pictures and sign in my, you know, lanyards and let me be a part of your music video. It, it was an honor, and I appreciate it 100%. I really do. And uh, back in 2019, I forgot, we were walking around this mall called the Crabtree Valley Mall, and everybody was like, you going to the concert tonight? You going to the concert tonight? Because they saw my NF hat. Even people that weren't even sitting at my table kept eyeballing me and I was like what the fuck and then they came over and was like hey man I'm a huge NF fan too and I'm like oh for real like you know cool and uh yeah I had girls come up to talk to me and I was like damn this is what it's like to be a celebrity <laughs> no I'm just kidding but I mean the girls did walk up to me but you know of course I'm no celebrity but I just live a normal life I'm nothing special obviously <laughs> but yeah that's pretty much the end of my uh, NF experience. It was, it was a good one. I still check his music. I still watch his music videos and stuff. I already listened to the Clouds mixtape and I already watched the videos. So, I really want to say I'm proud of you, Nathan. I really am, and I'm so glad that you decided to come down this route of being an artist, man. I don't care what people say about you, negative. I don't really give a rat's ass, but I do. I appreciate everything. I really do. I'm glad I got the experience I got. Maybe one day, maybe one day me and you can sit down and you can meet my boys since they're from the same place as you. It's the least I could do for them. You know, maybe one day we'll all, I'll be able to sit down even for 15 or 20 minutes. That's it. Just give me about 15 minutes at the most. You know, that would be fun. Maybe one day, right? 
All right, you guys. Well, that's the end of this episode. I'm going to go drive now down to uh, the beach. Actually, let's not lie. I'm actually recording this Sunday because it's Sunday, March 28th, but Thursday I'm packing my stuff up and I'm going down to the beach with my boys. I'm staying from Thursday to Sunday. I'm going down to Myrtle Beach. So, yeah, that should be fun. I'm going to drop my car off at their house, and we're all going to ride together in their vehicle, and we're going to have a fun time because we all need it. But I love you guys, and I'm going to upload this Thursday. And I hope you liked the episode, and hopefully it didn't confuse you too much because, like I said, I got ADD, and it's been a while. So I love you guys, and I will catch you all in the next episode.